Hey, welcome back to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Templeton Elliott, and I'm joined by Mike Munsteider and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite. Guess who's back? We're back from summer hiatus and recording on Wednesday, September 25th. Uh, we'll see when I get around to editing and publishing, so bear with us while we figure out our new normal. Today, we're talking about Mark Sucho's Verso uh, part, which premiered on July 20th, but as of this taping, it has not made its way to the internet for general skate consumption. Uh, according to the artist statement at the premiere, Mark wanted Verso to be the first project of the second half of his career. Uh, it seems like the video will drop any day, probably between the time we record this episode and um, the time it's edited. Mike, what do, what do you expect to see from Versa? Verso? I, at this point, have no idea. Um, I guess I wasn't aware of that artist statement, which is cool in terms of a uh, skateboard video part, unique for a skateboard video part. And um, I guess I don't know what to know what to think again to say that again because dudes who were at the premiere said it was like something special and something out of the norm and uh yeah kyle beachy talking about his his screener copy or whatever um post the link kyle just do it (laughs) yeah i mean dms are open kyle but yeah like the way people describe it it sounds like not a typical linear skateboard part and I'm having such a hard time like figuring out what that's going to be. I honestly don't know what to think. I've also got like verso fatigue. <laughs> and I mean maybe it's a it's a matter of just talking about it on Twitter and like making jokes about it, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like it could be overblown. I have I I think my my base thing is I think it it's going to have a hard time living up to expectations for me unless it's as transcendent as these people are saying and then at that point, you know, Whatever I just said is null and void. Yeah, what do you guys think? The skate Twitter jokes that have come out of just the, you know, waiting every day for this part to come out are as least as enjoyable as the part itself could ever be. But, um, yeah, just expecting something high concept, I guess, about as high concept as an internet skate video part can be. Maybe <laughs> some type of narrative or something. I don't know. But as usual, like, you know, quick-footed, quick-setup, tech-type shit. I was thinking about this a lot, getting ready for this podcast, and there are several scenarios that can happen. Scenario one, the part drops this week, or next week with the ender that he's been trying to get. Scenario two, they just drop it without the ender. Scenario three, they drop it fourth quarter with the ender. Scenario four, um... Drops it without the ender and then drops a second part during Sodi season, like the beginning of November or whatever, with the ender to like fucking lock down Sodi. I mean, yeah, just the lead up to it has been pretty entertaining. So, yeah, de- definitely think, something to look forward to. It's important to have something to look forward to in life. I think we should point out, what, I mean, what's the story you're talking about with or without the ender? What what was the rub with the premiere and the ender for those uh, perhaps who haven't been following this? Oh, well, it's my understanding that he was still trying to get the ender or an ender line, and they did the premiere without it, and as far as I know, he's still been trying to get it. But he might have gotten it by now. Who knows? Who knows? It seems like he's been posted up at Pulaski a lot, which is pretty cool. 
So maybe the ender is a Pulaski ender. <clears throat> or maybe he's just getting more clips of Pulaski. We know he likes those East Coast uh, plaza spots. So it makes sense for Pulaski to be where the Holy Grail ender trick would take place. Yeah, like how long ago was that video of Cross Continental where he skated like every plaza? Including Pulaski. That part was nuts, man. That must have been like seven yeah, years ago or something. Um, Twenty fourteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's jump into mine. Let's uh, find this out. Yeah, that part was great, and I think I was like on the bandwagon. Oh yeah, you were you were right, Jason. Twenty twelve. Good years ago. Yeah, that part was great. I was I think I was maybe beating the Sodi drum then, or I mean he's had some heavy years in the not too distant past. Uh. Maybe all his like efforts been going into this one because I can't think of anything that's like too stand out. I think there was that Adidas part that kind of seemed a little flat to me for whatever reason that came out within the past year or two. But I'm trying to think, have we ever experienced a video part like this with this much like interplay before it even comes out between artist, audience, etc.? It's a it's a unique situation. Yeah, it's it's a new. A new thing. I mean, certainly before the internet, there was, you know, premieres and then the video comes out, you know, a month later on VHS. Uh, Certainly there's cases of songs being switched from the premiere to the final production, even edits being different. You know, Welcome to Hell. I I guess Welcome to Hell didn't really premiere. Premiere got shut down, but Muska's part was... Uh, removed from the video so <clears throat> it's not completely unprecedented but um, Kyle Beachy I, I screen grabbed his tweet he says there's never been a skateboard document quite like this it more or less guides its viewer into a new way of watching that's not that's pretty exciting to me because I've been yeah, watching yeah. skate videos for a long time and a new way of watching uh, seems interesting and Mark Succi has always impressed me as a, a really thoughtful skateboarder. So I'm, I'm excited to see what Verso is. Yeah, especially coming from uh, that guy. I mean, he's a straight shooter. So if he says it's like some next level shit, it's probably some next level shit. Yeah, I'd agree. And again, like it's hard to wrap your mind around even what Kyle's trying to say it's going to be. Like, yeah, damn, maybe... Uh... Maybe we're in for the biggest treat in a long time. I keep imagining myself at work on my lunch break watching it and then just being like dumbfounded, having my brain melted and unable to do any work for the rest of the day because Mark Suchu's verso part just ruined me. Maybe it'll show me the light and I'll just like stand up at my desk and leave, never come back. (laughs) I've been uh, thinking about that. Like if it drops during the workday, I'm going to go to my local bar, the local, and watch it on my laptop at the bar. Sick. That's a good plan. I had seen um, Chris Mulhern, uh, videographer, he posted a clip of Mark at Pulaski, and uh, somebody in the comments asked, when's the video part coming out? And Mulhern said, tomorrow. And I was super stressed because I was like, fuck, I'm gonna, i got to like watch this video at work. Like, how am I going to squeeze it in? It was, like, super busy day, and it didn't come out. And then somebody screen-grabbed 
uh, Mark Suchu's response to that was not tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the latest was it's tied up in like music rights limbo, maybe. That's the word on skate Twitter as of yeah a few hours ago. But it seems to me that they've had since July 20th to get that worked <laughs> out. I think I think that's a good entry point into kind of what I find about this thing. So humorous and ridiculous is just that like it's one thing after another and it's it's pretty amazing to me just yeah they had that that two month uh two month ender line filming time to you know god get that get the details nailed down but i suppose uh big picture stuff might suffer when when you're going after miraculous lines i i I would think never quite been in that situation myself yeah i give up pretty easy on uh my skate goals unfortunately yeah, I found like if you don't land it within the first ten tries, you're probably not gonna land it. Yeah, that's basically been my experience. <clears throat> like you're not gonna There's land a... it on like the eighty seventh try after, you know. Yeah, at that point I feel like for me, it's just like I got lucky and rolled away somehow. What's the uh what's the slapboard temperature on this video part? Yeah, I looked I checked it out a couple of days ago. It's already descended into like jokes. And um, the usual slap banter. Mm-hmm. So, Who's got the funnier joke, skate Twitter or slap? Well, look, at this point, you, you know those BuzzFeed articles? Is BuzzFeed still around? Are they still in business? But anyway, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they yeah. Are, like, you know, the top whatever, 50 tweets about blah, blah, blah. Like, at this point, there there's so many, you know, funny-ass tweets about Verso. You could probably do, like, an article of, like, top <laughs> 50. So, yeah, like I said, the, the like... For you listeners, Jason is switching his mic, so he's going to sound different from here on out. Okay, that's better. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So, what was I saying? Yeah, at this point, you could pretty much, you know, do one of those BuzzFeed articles with like, you know, the top fifty tweets about Verso, and it would be fucking funny because free idea, Jenkum. There we go. Free idea. Pro bono content idea. Hey man, I gotta I gotta give you the shout out. It was probably maybe a, a little too high level, but the Samuel Beckett waiting for Verso tweet of oh, yours, yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah, waiting for Verso, a play about Verso, a play about two skaters waiting for a video part to drop. <laughs> Never drops. That got me, man. That definitely went over my head until you pointed it out, Mike. And very clever, Jason. <laughs> my favorite tweet was uh i i forget who who said this uh the real verso was the friends we made along the way <laughs> i think we'll all remember remember the verso summer won't we <laughs> summer verso damn it <laughs> yeah well i'm sure we'll all remember where we were when we watched verso well i wonder you guys do you remember when you found out Andrew Reynolds was no longer on America? I don't remember exactly where I was, but quite a momentous thing to hear. Uh, skaters switch sponsors all the time, uh, but some switches feel more important than others. Over our hi- hiatus, Andrew Reynolds left America after 20 years. No doubt he's getting a better deal somewhere else. Where might that be, and what does that mean for America, Jason? Yeah, it was weird. I think 
they posted the press release on Instagram because that's what people do now on like a Sunday morning, which was weird. And like the outpouring of like, you know, emotion was, you know, kind of weird, I thought. But, you know, for I guess skaters that like came up with like this is skateboarding and we're into that like jumping down stuff genre when it was big. I, I get how it could feel like the end of an era or something and, you know, it could be bummed out. But, you know, I don't I think he might just not get a shoes sponsor. He might just chill and just skate vans or whatever. And just do Baker and just, you know, try to film clips. You but, think so? You think he's going no shoe sponsor? Yeah, I think I, if I was going to bet, I'd say he's just going to be real low key and not like jump on Vans or whatever or Nike. I, th- I don't think he would jump on Nike. I think there's a better chance of him just jumping on Adidas or Vans. But I think the best chances of him just chilling and skating, whatever. I don't know. What do y'all think? I hadn't even considered that option. What about you, Mike? I feel like there's already a low-key Vans deal. It just, uh, yeah, there's already been a lot of kicks. He's got no problem, like, and returning uh, Instagram comments about about what he's wearing. As far as I've seen, um, I wouldn't be shocked if there's a low-key deal already with the wa- Waffle Souls. Well, Justin Regan is over at Vans now. He um, he was team manager at America. And I think he's brand guy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe brand manager. And I think he's, yeah, maybe skate brand manager or something like that over at Vans. So there's a, there's a strong connection there. Mm -hmm. I think the early rumors were Adidas because of the uh, connection with his daughter, which is pretty hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Um, it is. But yeah, he's he's been seen around town in vans, so that's kind of what it looks like. But I just don't see him on the van squad. It's it's a big, big team, and I just I feel like is there enough space for for Reynolds on vans? I'd say so. I mean, go ahead, Jason. Oh yeah, yeah. He might just get on like the Legend program, like Julian Stranger or something, you know, and just get boxes and shit, like real low key. I know Julian Stranger had like. Some pro model, old school, like a long time ago, with like a built-in sock liner or something. But uh, yeah, I think he might just like get shoes from Vans, if anything, and not like drop a like welcome to Vans video part, blah 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 blah, pro model, pro model release party, all that type of shit. But I don't know, who knows? There was some photo of him wearing like Adidas Ultra Boosts a while ago, like a year ago or something. Then everyone on SAP was like, oh, Adidas, blah blah blah, but. Those shoes are just the most comfy shoes out, pretty much. That's probably why he was wearing. Hey man, after two decades, two decades wearing America, I think I think the man deserves comfortable shoes, even if the deal wasn't up then. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Everybody, everybody needs a good pair of chillers. Yeah, and I guess no direct shade at America because I can't say I've actually worn them for a long while. But yeah, a Volk shoe, eh, yeah, any straight skate shoe ain't, ain't the same. Yeah, uh, you can't chill in your skate shoes. I think your theory, Jason, about Andrew Reynolds just kind of retiring from shoe sponsorship seems a little crazy to me. Seems like he's leaving a lot of money on the table. Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of shit going on, like with his family and running Baker and stuff, so maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I might be crazy. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, is is this like the swan song of Andrew Reynolds? He's going to slowly shed sponsors until he's just running Baker Boys? 
Well, I, mean, I think should wait until the Baker video comes out later this year and see what he's got for that. I wonder if they're going to wait until the Baker video drops to announce his new shoe sponsor because the Baker video certainly is going to be mostly America footage. Yeah, yeah, like dump all the footage there. And then when it yeah, that 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 seems plausible. Like dump all the footage there and then go boom, new shoe sponsor. But like America and Soltech, like I think the bottom line with those guys is like the cool the cool guys are on other brands. Like I took a look at their team, like they rip, but like they're still running that like jumping down stuff genre of skating, and they're like good as fuck at it. Like that guy Jeremy Labrez or whatever, that other guy, I don't know, but yeah, like that genre isn't like what's hot in the streets anymore. I think, and I don't know, they either have to kind of like jump on some new direction or just run that one into the ground the more the more i thought about what is america what is that brand's identity what you know what's it all about like the reynolds departure i think for all involved is strange just because like what is america they do a green tint to their video footage or at least they did for a while it's like stripped down it, it had a look but like it wasn't that deep of a brand ID just based on that stuff. And like the shoes are real basic, stripped down, you know, low profile, low maintenance. I, like the more I thought about it, I, I think I've concluded that like Reynolds in a way was the America brand identity. Like all the, even all the dudes still on the team now kind of like branch out of what Reynolds created in skateboarding in a lot of ways. Like, that jumping down big shit, kind of fresh though at the same time, kind of punk rock, all that stuff amalgamated together. So I'm actually really curious to see, you know, how long, how long America keeps running with this direction when like, you know, you got dudes like Jeremy Labris, Spanky's on there. I mean, Leo Romero is a former Sodi. Yeah, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of skaters who are like off my radar to be sure. Reynolds was definitely the only, uh, only thing that i really related to and it looks like brian herman also wearing vans now too i thought he was like retired like i thought he like uh just made a bunch of good investments to kind of like fade away or whatever or like left the spotlight or some shit that's kind of what it seemed like on his nine club episode but yeah i don't know he's got some other shoe company that he's doing that's i don't know i guess skate adjacent not really a skate shoe company is what he was saying so there may have been some conflicts there yeah i I think one other point i should make before i forget it like reynolds did have an explosion of instagram footage like in the past couple of weeks after after the shoe change dropped but i did see brian herman in there and he he looked you know on point on board probably wearing some half cabs so yeah if he's if he's mellowing out he still looked damn good well, yeah, that guy was fucking, he was fucking godlike at skating, man. Like, that one part in um some America video or Baker video where that, he had, like, the picnic table section. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was just doing, like, switch 180 heels over tables and lines and shit. That section was fucking crazy. I think that was Stay, Stay Gold? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Brian Herman, 33 years old. A, a good time to retire from skateboarding, or has been for a long time. People can extend their careers a lot longer these days but you know he's had a respect spent a respectable amount of time you know in the trenches or in the gutters of skateboarding yeah 
Well, and with Jason talking about that picnic table stuff, uh, his Baker 3 video part is one of my favorites all time. That was like <laughs> a decade ago. That was get home from the bar and like put that on and let Brian Herman take Brian Herman and David Bowie take me to another level, man. That's Sorry. awesome. <laughs> yeah, just vibe out on that and go to bed. <laughs> what, what Bowie song did he skate to there? Uh, width of the width of a circle. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go peep that. Yeah, I mean he's damn good. Remember that guy Moose? That Oof. dude ripped. Hey, what the hell happened to that dude, man? He ripped too. Like he skated to um, what the fuck did he skate to? I think he skated to Moon Age Daydream in some yeah. anchor video. Dude, 65th nose slides on handrails and shit. What the hell happened to that guy? Damn. Oh, back tail, front side, shove it, heel out. So, like, almost a big spin heel out of back tail. Yeah, that, that is ridiculous. I mean, to me, that's a pretty tasteless trick, so maybe that's... <laughs> Bizarrely enough, you made it look good. I definitely am. I'm seeing you eye-to-eye, Templeton, but you made it look good. And, he, you know, do it on, like, a flat rail off a drop or something. Just, Yeah. Yeah, I've never a been a Moose fan. I had to just come to respect the skills, I think, is what it came down to. Maybe not yeah. aesthetically, but I respected, I recognized the skills. Yeah, I mean, his skills are un, unfadeable, but that's not really what I want to spend my time looking at. Maybe I'm an asshole, but it's <laughs> <laughs> just how I feel. I wonder if America is going to switch up their branding. You know, are they going to drop the green? Are they going to... I don't know, are they going to go more into, like, a greaser image? Like, lean into Spanky and Leo Romero more? Like, where could America go from here? Yeah, I mean, that image is kind of cool. Like, uh, I mean, I like the Outsiders as much as anyone else, so. And it seems to be, like, a popular, like, look out there, like, being a greaser. So that would be tight, I guess. But, yeah, Soul Tech in general, like, I don't know, man. Like, like who's on Etnies besides, like, Trevor McClung or one of the other McClungs. I think it's Trevor McClung. They got Chris Jocelyn. They got a pretty Jocelyn, stacked team. Yeah, Jocelyn's pretty big. I watched one of their videos just today. Nick Garcia. Nick Garcia, he's fucking a ripper. Oh, yeah. They had that video album or whatever. Yeah, you nobody guys familiar saw that. Uh, you familiar with Ryan Sheckler? He's on there still. What? Uh, yeah. Who, what? And like, as... I just remember that Wade is on Ez, which is kind of sick. It's just him, Tom Asta, and Kelly Hart, who I think is just a team manager. I bet he's on the team, huh? Yeah, I believe so. I like that you call it Ez. How do you pronounce it? I, I call it S. S, S, E, S. E, S. I mean, it's got that accent on it. Ez? Ez? How has nobody ever figured this out? I feel like we've, you know, we should know by now. Yeah, we should every week pronounce years. some unpronounceable name or uh, sponsor so that everybody gets on the same page on how to talk about these things. Next week, Shaney Jinquin in, or however you say it. <laughs> Nobody's ever said it aloud in my presence. So uh, uh, real quick, since I got the web page open, I should say fellow podcaster uh, Ryan Lay, Etney's team writer. Oh dang! Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ripper. Yes. I guess Eddie's has yeah. They they, they got a squad. I guess, I suppose. Yeah, I think that they're just in that like Soltec. Um, uh, I don't know how to how to quite word it. It's it's just like a mid tier 
company with mid-tier dudes and like you know yeah that's, that's Nike and yeah the big brands have big dudes and ladies my understanding what that means is that you know it's still the baby of those soul tech founders like as they could do away with i could see you know should it should it go sideways with america and i mean maybe we're speaking for our demographic but it's not the most uh eye-popping not even eye-popping, all the dudes rip, it's just like, it's a narrow appeal with America, but like Etnies, Etnies is that like general, general audience company. I'm looking, they got the snow, they got the surf, they got the bike teams as well. And like, it is the baby, it is the original with those guys, Pierre, Andre, etc. I'd say, you know, now that, now that we're talking about the viability of these brands, evidently, I'd say it's got, got the longest, longest haul options. Yeah, I would imagine that Etnies is the moneymaker. Yeah, as long as they keep making that, uh, what's that you call the Calico or whatever with the E <laughs> that faces downwards? Classic, yeah. Comes in like whatever, white with the pink sole or whatever. As long as they yeah. keep that, that one, they'll be all right. Yeah. It's like a mall staple. Exactly. You know what would have been a power move for Reynolds? Back to Airwalk. Whoa. Hmm. <laughs> That would actually be sick because I'll bet a Payless sponsorship could could pay really fucking good. Could pay more. Yeah, because, I mean, Payless is in, like, every city, every city in the country, you know? Like, they probably sell way more shoes than America. Is uh is Andy McDonald still on Airwalk? He's still doing it, I think. He was in that Burke contest over the weekend or something. Oh, yeah. Or last. He's, still, he's still out there doing it, man. I don't know. I think yeah, he was on Airwalk. I don't know. I don't keep up with Animax sponsors. Not I'll right say up top that of the head. No, no, like, like, like Amazon. He has like the crazy sponsors like Amazon, Verizon, shit right. like that. Yo, he rides for Patagonia. And if you told me, <laughs> Mike, Mike, you got to ride for Patagonia and Airwalk, you know my answer. <laughs> for sure. I'd, I'd go for it. I think. Damn it. <laughs> now you're making me second guess like how many puffy coats do i need exactly like you run through shoes, like a lot you could just buy a puffy jacket and then like you've got that for you know years to come i think i think you trade a couple of the extra puffy coats for like some kicks that you actually want to wear Let's yeah not- you go to the park you'd be like want to buy a like a fleece like a quarter zip patagonia fleece Trade it for some shit that you'd actually use. You find the Nike Flow Kid. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a pretty clear map here. Yeah, I'm looking at Andy Mac's uh, border profile, and he does not have a shoe sponsor listed. Mm. But he does list Patagonia as a sponsor. That that's intense. Yeah, and Cliff Bar. I do wonder why why the swoosh or any any of the big sports shoe makers like let's let's flow someone's got to be like let's flow andy mcdonald he's on tv you're getting what unique views i'll i'll mix up phrases for for usage but yeah i'm surprised you can't get just even yeah an easy deal like that yeah i wonder i wonder if he's just too uh polarizing and too uncool because i know that those big brands are flowing and paying influence like youtubers so mm-hmm. like andy max not far from that but i guess he's just too too toxic even for the big guys 
Because he trademarked his name. He trademarked Andy Mack. TM, the phrase. Maybe he's just too savvy. <laughs> and the big brands know they can't push him around, so that he's just not yeah. worth their trouble. Yeah, who knows, man. Man, shout out Andy Mack. He's been doing it for a while. I mean, he's he's carved out his little corner of skateboarding, so good on him for that. If you dig through the archives of the Mostly Skateboarding podcast, you'll hear a really awesome story about Andy Mack that Paul Zitzer tells. It's my favorite episode of the original Most Skateboarding podcast. Dang, I'm going to look that up because I like vaguely remember it, and I bet Zitzer can uh, spin a yarn. Yeah, Zitzer's a great storyteller. i got to reactivate that uh, SoundCloud Pro account so it comes back. <laughs> so I'll have to do that before this airs. <laughs> well, I'll be stoked if you do that, and I'll be stoked to find that episode. i got to look it up. Nice. You're killing it with the transitions tonight, uh, Mike. I appreciate it. Uh, I've I, I read a book, Podcasting for Dummies, over the summer. Was there a section about segues and how to make a cool segue? Or a chapter? chapter? Chapter four. Does it segways say whenever you make a good segue, you have to talk about how good the segue is? There, that's, that's actually in Podcast Rules, chapter nine. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm stoked on our new um, podcast prowess, thanks to Mike's <laughs> search over the summer. Uh, I'm Did also my homework. I'm also really stoked on. Wait, why am I going first? <laughs> yeah, that's an inversion of uh, of Maury's for the podcast. Yeah, or Mike. Uh, Mike, other than uh, reading up on podcast do's and don'ts what are you stoked on this week Ooh, this week is uh what am i stoked on i am stoked on kind of how the summer went because i got on my uh my buddy chad benson got me on sort of a, a summer skate plan and all it means is that uh we would skate our home park which is the familia headquarters skate park in minneapolis it's a great place shout out to steve nesser for all he does around here we basically got on the plan this summer that we would either skate at that park or we would go street skating and not dilly-dally with all the uh, public parks that are still not that good in the Twin Cities, frankly, or they're all really far out in the suburbs. And uh, what this plan has given us is that, or I should say, to speak for myself, given me, is that I would say this summer, summer of 2019, I've skated more street spots and done more street skateboarding in general than probably like the past three to four years combined, which God, that's an admission for you in the public. But uh, yeah, having a plan like that has meant I've gotten out a lot more and I'm just feeling good on a skateboard. So that's what I'm stoked on the Chad Benson summer skate plan. And uh, as we go into fall, uh, we're even trying to film some street skateboarding. It's, it's an incredible place guys. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Munzrider's Verso Park coming soon. <laughs> oh God! Wow. Oh, we're gonna have to workshop a a a, a, a new name. I'm not gonna <laughs> step on on Mark's toes. Um, I was just trying to give you an easy out on uh, never <laughs> having to actually produce the video part. Oh, now I see. Jason, Jason what are you stoked, stoked on? on? Oh, <laughs> uh, pretty stoked on that uh, Tyler Surrey part. That just came out on Thrasher. Like, I've been a fan of this guy for a while, ever since that uh, Skate Mafia Am video. The Skate Mafia videos are 
hard to remember because they all have titles like Skate Mafia Video 2015, Skate Mafia Video 2016, shit like that. But uh, there's that one part where he skated to like Jumpin' Jack Flash and mm-hmm. Last Dance with Mary Jane. And yeah, he's uh, been killing it ever since. But like this part is some new shit because it's like A, it's VX, B, it's filmed by Gunez. No, wait, not Gunez Oz again. What's that guy's name? Gustav Tonison. Yeah, Gustav Tonison, who's like the uh, fucking master of the VX these days. B, it's in Barcelona, but it's not like the Barcelona spots you've all seen. It's probably shit that you have to live there to know. So, like, it has a total, like, fucking skating down the street vibe. B, it's, like, tech as fuck. C, seems to have, like, leveled up a little bit. Like, it has, like, a little bit more power. A little bit more a little bit more solid on the board, which is crazy because he was fucking sick before. So, yeah, pretty psyched on that part. I've been watching it multiple times. Yeah, he looks it's, good outside of San Diego County. Yeah, like skating something besides like a bench in a schoolyard, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? It, see, I think it opened up his like imagination or whatever. And um, yeah, yeah, definitely fuck with that part this fall. The only thing I'm stoked on is Street League. I watched the uh, little bit of the last Street League contest last Sunday in from Sao Paulo, and it was, like, fucking sick. Like, these dudes were, like, making up MBDs on the spot. Like, that dude, Yuto Horigami or whatever, he did, like, how can I describe this? He did, like, a Nolly 180 transfer to 180 nose grind on the rail, like, kick for the front side board size on this big-ass rail. It was pretty fucking entertaining, dude. Like, Nija... The thing about Street League is everyone self-cheers. You have to self-cheer. <laughs> but Nia just self-cheered more intensely than anybody. And, yeah, he killed it, dude. Child Nia. And, um, yeah, Street League. I mean, yeah, give it a shot, man. It's probably more entertaining than, like, the local shitty NFL game. Like, watching the Redskins get blown out again or whatever versus Tennessee. You know what I mean? Or whatever boring, mediocre NFL game is on your TV. Man, I haven't watched Street League in a long time. And something the other day got me wondering, what would the world of skateboarding look like if the Maloofs never <laughs> fucked over Deerdick and the Maloof Money Cup was the gold standard skateboard competition? Street League never existed. Oh, that's that's how that happened? They fucked over Deerdick? Don't fuck with that guy. He'll fucking... That's how I remember it. I I actually looked it up and tried to find some information on this, but I, I couldn't couldn't quite find anything that fully corroborated my memory. But there were some like vagaries that made it seem right. But what would the world be like without Street League? Who knows? Probably someone else would call on and try to make like a big ass contest series or something. Well, I, th- I think that the Maloof Money Cup would be the basis for, like, Olympic skateboarding. Yeah, probably. Well, Templeton, what are you stoked on? I am stoked on uh, an art print that showed up at my house the other day. Um, and it's really weird because I don't ever remember ordering it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sick. It's something that I wanted. Um, it's... Uh, by this artist named Nathan McKee, and it's a stack of VHS skate videos, all made from cut paper. 
Oh, cool. I'm seeing it now. So oh, it's, it's Search for Animal Chin, Video Days, Speed Freaks, Useless Wooden Toys, uh, Hocus Pocus, Mouse, Ban This, Sick Boys, and Welcome to Hell. All stacked on top of each other, made of cut paper. It's it's like phenomenal artistry and I'm super stoked to frame it and hang it up somewhere in my house. But yeah. I'm still wondering where the fuck it came from. Yo, I see that. <laughs> what is it like? Did he make it out of construction paper or something? Yeah, exactly. Just it's all colored That's paper sick. that he's cut with an exacto knife and glued down. Uh, everybody should check out his art. You can uh, it's Nathan and McKee is M-C-K-E-E. And he does, like, skate art, surfing, music, sports. So there's something for everybody in there. And, I don't know, just cool to poke around and see this guy's interpretation of famous photos and stuff like that. So any, that's what I'm stoked on. Any relation to uh, Mark McKee, my hero of skate graphics? Good question. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. I, I DM'd him once about a skate spot, and he he gave me the location. So he's he's a solid dude all around. Uh, like was he like a Portland guy? Yeah, he lives in Portland. Uh, still don't know how you got that though. Yeah, yeah. My wife didn't order it. I don't remember ordering it. Uh, maybe I did, but I think I would have remembered. Um, maybe you were new know. job stress. Did, did you black out drunk and uh, go on like a skate art shopping spree? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Yeah, that that's not usually how it goes. Usually do other stuff. Well, however it came into my life, I'm stoked about it. Yeah, it's sick. Damn, check that guy shit out. It's tight. Yeah. Well, um, that was our first episode back. We're feeling a little rusty. <laughs> Uh, guess who's back we'll see you guys next week uh hopefully we'll be a little more polished and um thanks for send you guys the book yeah mike's gonna send the book around and uh we'll be podcasting like not dummies uh, in no time <laughs> thanks for sticking out this summer guys uh see you next week see you.